On this week's show, we talk news and the good and the bad about staying off property. This is show 331 for the week of July 5th, 2015. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. And welcome to These Amazing Places podcast featured by The Mouse Moment this week. This is Adam here in the studio with Doug, which is actually the basement. But anyway. Uh, so the random noises are always going on around me. <laughs> and so Adam was crazy enough to decide that he wanted to come to the studio this time and uh, and do this with me. And I thought, okay, buddy, if you're willing to take your life into your hands, no problem. Go yeah. for it. So we're down here in what I like to call the dungeon. And we've actually unshackled the people from the walls right outside of the room where we're at, just so that they wouldn't make any noise while we were trying to record. So, anyway, hey, welcome to the dungeon, Adam. Yeah. So uh, we'll miss uh, Cameron and Roy this week. Of course, Roy is enjoying the sun rays in the Caribbean or wherever he is right now, and so he's on a uh, Disney cruise. So we will follow up with him and uh, Cameron. Yeah, sorry I didn't catch up with you. So it is uh, a busy you catch us. Uh, July Fourth weekend. So. Uh, Cameron's caught up in all kinds of things, so anyway, he'll be back with a scan probably next week. All right, so we're going to first start off with a little bit of news that um, really is pretty recent, and stuff's more more stuff's coming out, and of course we are, I at least am looking forward to D23, hopefully there's some stuff that will come out uh, there uh, in lieu of the fact that we really haven't heard a whole that, lot of stuff. That is what everybody <laughs> yeah, is hoping I'm sure. for right I'm now. Sure, I'm it? sure, I'm sure. And so, so what is it that the last two D23s have kind of disappointed because... They never really give any information then. Well, I think so. People get upset. Well, I think if they're every other year, two years ago, if you remember, that was the one where they had the Star Wars gear that was kind of like, you know, these little nuances, but never, nothing ever came out. The two years before that, though, I think there was something a little bit more in that. Avatar Land, maybe. uh, Yeah, you're right. You're right. And they had. Well, of course, that hasn't opened yet. So anyway, we uh, we may get into that. but uh, We should get into a little bit of that. Just some news that we hear from Jim Hill. I'll just say it. Okay. Avatar Land, from, according to Jim Hill right now, is is it eight months? Eight, behind? Mu- eight, eight months, months behind. behind. So which pushes it basically into 2018. Yeah, so. maybe maybe the fall of 2017 if we're lucky. But at the same time, um, Rivers of Light has uh, continued on progress and they're going to push forward with that. So it looks like that may come in 2016. Hoping so which much Which actually is probably, a, is probably a really good thing for the cast members down there to be able to coordinate how to deal with evening hours and all that stuff um, and before Avatar Land hits. What do you think of it? If they use Rivers of Light like they used World of Color, it opens long before... Well, World of Color opened, well, a year probably before... Uh, yeah. uh, DCA was finished. Yeah, and Cars Land opened. Yeah. So they, they may work it exactly the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Except, well, there's a lot of logistics there. I was listening to Len and him talk about it. But uh, anyway, it's interesting. We we may follow up with that. In fact, it's, you know, it's next year, so we've got time. We have to. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have to. We have I mean, to. there's All just right. a certain amount of news. Well, let's hope the news just comes crashing through. Yep. So anyway. All, All right. right. We're going to start off then uh, just doing some news here. Uh, and maybe you've already heard this. Maybe you haven't. The Animation Courtyard and... 
in uh, Hollywood Studios will be closing July 12th. That's actually just about 10 days from when we're recording this show. I guess a lot of people probably don't even visit the animation area, mm-hmm. which basically is there's meet and greets that go on there in there. There was the area where they had Walt's office. There was a lot of stuff just kind of set up. In yeah, there. there's a little movie you can watch, and there's also a place where you can learn to draw. So, that, I mean, that's kind of fun. Honestly, we visited it, and the main reason we visited it was, well, I was going to see if uh, we could get some character greets that we normally don't, because there used to be some in there, and um, Sorcerer Mickey was in there for a meet and greet with the kids. But uh, we didn't get to because it was a longer line, and it wasn't a big deal. But on the other hand, there were these little uh, kiosks for them to get to play and paint and stuff uh, in the air conditioning. And we needed the break of the air conditioning. Yeah, the so air conditioning. why not? But go right there. And it was perfect because we were trying to check out the mermaid attraction to see if that was available. I think we were waiting for Disney Junior Live, which is right there. So anyway, if this closes, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they might keep some of it open because the Oscars are over there. Well, Disney's Oscars about, and stuff. Well, so. But yeah, anyway. Well, it could be. You think about, okay, let's say, what are they going to do with this area? If it goes to Pixar, then all of a sudden you're looking at the idea of um, what are they going to do with Disney Junior Live? That's just right across the way. It's very popular. I think it stays. I think it stays. It's a separate building. Yeah, it's not that much space compared but to. Would it fit? Would it fit if they? Oh, make that would it fit? Pixar? I see what you're saying. Is that part of Pixar in there? Nah. If the whole area was Pixar, no. But maybe they see, turn think it. Think about that. So what yeah. would they do with that? Because you have right outside of that area, uh, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. That's not moving. Yeah, that's as far as yeah what we hear right now then again yeah. they could yeah i don't know because it ends up being this mishmash area if uh because pixar's back down over the other other yeah, way so i don't yeah. think it com- i don't think it intrudes so who knows what this becomes maybe this is well maybe it's just going to be a staging area for construction yeah i mean literally it's right true now that's what i've heard they're going to use a uh, back lot Nothing's going to happen with it right away. They're going to use it for staging areas to build Pixar Place and for Star Wars. Yeah. And then as Pixar Place continues on, then yeah. of course they'll have to move that okay. staging area probably over to uh, Lights, Motors, Action. Yeah. Okay. All speculation. Yeah. Um, speaking of, this isn't in your news, but I just saw it. Um, there are permits filed for some additional roadways into Hollywood. Did you see it? You I saw, saw it, it. I did not but read you it. Didn't so read it. Right. So anyway, at this point, <laughs> Adam knows me too well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's um, it's not anything that big a deal. It's just permits filed in order to trench and do some things for discovery. You basically have to do that before you build roads. And uh, just the additions look like some different roadways into Hollywood Studios, as well as a roadway into Magic Kingdom, maybe for the cast members on the north side, just to kind of help out with traffic flow. And so and it, it, that's a longer thing. And it's whatever, it's roadways. Nobody cares that much for it, aside from the fact that it'll help with the extra flow of traffic as you go. Um, so anyway. Yeah. And these are all things that, I mean, I, everybody wants new attractions. These are all things that I hadn't thought about. The amount of people that are just coming into New Fantasyland and into the into the Magic Kingdom alone, uh, they don't have parking. Yep. And so, hence the reason why they're getting ready the petty driving experience and uh, and the exotic car driving experience right. over there. Right. And that's just to make parking, which sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. When you think about that, you think, "Wow, they're gonna they're gonna tear all that down, and it's not going to be for." Anything park-related other than just parking. Yep. But it's revenue. Yep. And Well, that and in space, people don't want to be carted over to Epcot and take... You mean... I mean, okay, so here is the clue. This show, I didn't really say what we were talking about, but we're talking about my off-site stays, and I drove a lot, you know, being that we are off-site. That will 
apply huge into people who drive if if parking is not you know there's not space for it yeah. so and well what they say on the roads. times around the holidays this past holiday they were yeah telling people you get free parking at epcot but you've got to get over there park and then take the monorail yep. back to magic kingdom yep which means That's you can pain. lose an hour just by the time you do all <laughs> probably, that think about probably. it by the time you have Sure. 5,000 people or, or more driving over there, parking, getting on the monorail. Now the monorail's backed up. No wonder the thing's breaking down. Yep. Yep. So anyway, all right. All right. We got about 15,000 more things to cover yep. here. So I want to go through some of these quickly, except for this next one is one of my favorites. Flame Tree has opened over in Animal Kingdom. And man, that place is, oh, I so wish it was open when we were there. I would have eaten there. But they have a new covered uh, area when you go to order your food. It's sort of a little bit more covered now as you walk toward the pavilion area. So you're not standing in the sun. Yeah, in which line, waiting. Uh, I don't remember because it's been a while since I've been there. But yeah, I mean, you were just on a concrete slab, just standing. Oh yeah, I remember it being open, but I don't. I don't remember the sun hitting. Maybe in yeah. I don't know because I figure trees are round and anyway. Um, and the, just the fact that uh, it makes sense that this needs to open if you're going to have rivers of light not too far from here and. Uh, you know, just kind of tear down those construction walls, please. The Get one thing, finished, now, I, and I looked online for video or pictures uh, that anybody had taken down from the farthest dining area, the seating area, that would be down on the water to see if there was anything you could see of rivers of light. And nobody showed any of that. So I don't know if they've closed some of those okay. lower dining Maybe areas. they have. Because I, because I found it very unusual well, that people wouldn't show that. Maybe because the construction's still going on with yeah. rivers of light. I mean, well, for crying out loud, the entire Everest area, you can't even, like, it's a big wall. If so, you think about yeah. that, that area is so large down in there, they could have almost made another restaurant. And oh. You could eat inside with glass and look out well, and watch the I have a feeling if the Rivers of Light is huge, they will. You that's, bet. That's, that's on the, the list. Yeah. I'm sure. Because it's I'm going sure. all into dining experiences now. And, well, yeah, they, I'm okay with that. And they don't have very many in Animal Kingdom. No, they don't. So that's, but they're building them. Yep. yep so. so Okay. All right. Uh, next, Disney Quest is closing in 2016 to make way for the NBA uh, experience. So this reminds me of what was over that they just closed in uh, Universal. Yep. They just closed the NBA thing over there. Yeah, They're going to move it in. It basically. To there. So uh, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not a sports fan. Uh, as far as food, stuff like that, I'm sure they're going to make it really cool. Otherwise, it's not going to last long Yeah. if they don't. But if it's taking over where Disney Quest is... That's going to have to be a large place. Yeah, I so, imagine they'll use it for courts and stuff. I mean, they'll have venue for people to come and check it out. And I'm sure celebrities would come. Maybe. And, and make it more popular that for that reason. So If they can get celebrities in there, that I'm sure. Be interesting. I'm and sure being that they have ESPN, there's an opportunity that they could probably do a lot with it. Certainly. So, okay, next is a, they're going to put in a relaxation area into the uh, Interventions West. Uh, it's temporarily closed, so what they're going to stick in there is a place where you can sit down. I've already seen some pictures of it, so I think it's already there. It's open. Okay. You can go in. You can charge your uh, whatever items you've got, phones, iPads, whatever. Uh, looks like there's a food kiosk serving snacks, chips, and trail mix, and drinks, soda, water, alcoholic beverages, and frozen drinks. There are also tables, chairs, and charging stations. I did see a picture with the tables and chairs. Okay. So, and it's kind of open so that they don't have people pushed in on top of each other. But, All right. Uh, for now, it's a nice area to probably just use up. Um, use up for now until they decide what they're going to do with it, uh, I guess. So, anyway, uh, in that same area, in Future World, uh, they are going to actually be putting food and wine kiosks. 
which this surprised me, actually. I thought it was a pretty cool story. Uh, it's amazing now that Food One is actually pushing down now into the future world. Yeah, interesting. Well, they can't fit how many? 30 countries now or whatever it is. They can't fit that many. Yeah, they... Plus, not to mention the lines. You know, when the lines build up on each of those kiosks, they kind of intrude on each other if you're if you're close enough. But anyway, so that's cool. That's very cool, and it's expanding. And they're going to have the chew. I don't know what this is. Sustainable I... chew marketplace. Savory. This must be a show, the chew. It is. Okay. Yeah. Savory pork spare ribs, cheesy mascarpone uh, uh, grits, ricotta, zucchini, ravioli, tomato sauce. Anyway, so it's just another kiosk with uh, different eats there. Yep. So. Uh, let's see here. Well, actually taping shows there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even read through all this. Oh, you didn't read through all uh, it. Okay. Taping shows on October 7th, the 8th and 9th before a live audience. So that's interesting. Okay. Good. Well, as, I'm just curious to see, is this going to be, or, uh, they didn't really announce what kiosks were going to be in there. So I'm sure as we wait, more details yep. will start showing them. We'll start Keep an eye on out. the Disney food blog. Yep. They're great for that. So. Yep. This next one is, why didn't they do this sooner, you may say, but, uh, and it's not even officially announced yet, it's just that they have a casting call out there for it, but the fact that in Hollywood studios and the fact that there's construction all over the place and things are closing down, why not create it a frozen park out of it, and so make a bippity-boppity-boutique out of it, and have all the girls dress up as Anna and Elsa, and all the boys could be Sven and <laughs> Kristoff. And Olaf. and Olaf or yeah. whatever. No, I don't Olaf's know. costume might be a little warm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We'll have to see about that. Unless it's really made of snow, which <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. No, um there it looks like they um they got a casting call out for that, so there's a good chance that the boutique will be uh available for frozen summer fun. They would have to uh, move that along pretty quick. Yeah. I mean we're already well into summer. Well, yeah, it's interesting how it's being delayed and I which goes to show maybe this is an afterthought that they kind of said, "Ah, why don't we do that?" And yeah. of course it's a big money maker for them, so. Uh anyway, there's a where American Idol closed, there are some audition spaces where they would audition. Uh I don't know if anybody knew that. You, and you saw this. Yeah. You saw the new American Idol area where I mean, well, new, but where they moved the frozen sing along and stuff. Did you see that? Or I saw the outside. It wasn't, we weren't okay. allowed in yet because they like hadn't the moved the attraction. Week after, the, the week, week after, after we left, left they okay. moved it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you saw it in the same theater that Cameron and I saw. Yeah, yep. Okay. So anyway, that's uh, go figure. But anyway, frozen. Frozen <laughs> will continue story expanding. In my life, everything happens a week after I leave. No, so. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. This uh, next one. Yeah. I think Roy would like this one. Yes. Typhoon Lagoon after hours party for DVC members only. And so, yeah, technically, I heard uh, some people talking just uh, within the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think they had been surveyed or something about an after hours party mm. going on at one of the water parks. Mm -hmm. And so, looks like uh, maybe this is a way of kind of starting into it, see how they do. Yep. And then they'll take it from there. Let's see, it's going to last from 9.30 to 12.30 a.m. with early admission available at 7 p.m. to members and their guests on the following evenings, mm. July 23rd, July 28th, August 4th, August 11th. Uh, experience select Typhoon Lagoon attractions. Wow, this is like a hard ticket. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, rock out to classic beach party tunes from the 60s-inspired Teen Beach movie and Teen Beach 2. Woof. Okay, uh, that'd be rough on the on the parents, maybe. But yep. Yeah, it could be a lot of fun for the kids. Hula hoop spinning, limbo contests, and enjoy delicious 
refreshments and treats. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So technically it says to book the July 23rd event. Uh, please call between July 8th and 26th. And then it just goes down the list. So this is uh, online. We're also getting some of this news from wdwmagic.com. So you can go out there. They do a really good job of keeping up with a lot of stuff that's going on at uh, all the parks and the uh, and the water areas. So Yep. Okay. All right. This next one, I am a Disney Visa card holder, and we actually, I got some information on this, and they have announced uh, Disney Visa card holders can save up to 35% on Deluxe Studio standard view rooms when staying at most nights. Uh, July 5th through October 3rd. Um, you can also, the promotion does combine uh, for other discounts, including the Polynesian villas and bungalows. Did that surprise so, you? So it did surprise me, but at the same time, I didn't read the fine details. You usually cannot get the discount unless you charge it to your credit card. Right. And so, it says, yeah, you have to, yeah. you have to use so, your card. You have to use your card. So, yeah. which is fine, but at the same time, it's um, interesting that 35%. So, um, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, on the villas yeah. and on the bungalows, that's a lot. Actually. Yeah. I mean, I have to look up the details because I think the bungalows, if it's 35%, you're like, now you finally got well, like, a, like a villa somewhere else. Well, price, what are they? But, They're uh, like $22,000? $2,000 a night, something like that. Yeah. So, so anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's what, $600? Sure. Yeah. In the peak. Oh, sure. You save a ton, but at the same time, it's still <laughs> it's expensive. It's still $1,400 It's still $1,400. <laughs> bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. You know what they know, too. They want you to use your Disney card. I mean, your Visa card, because most people then will never be able to pay it off, and they'll make bundles of money back exactly, in Exactly, right? exactly. So, so it exactly works for everybody. So. Everybody's yep. happy. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so. we got uh, some Disneyland. It's just a little bit of Disneyland 60th anniversary uh, news. On July 17th, the Disneyland Resort is encouraging guests to dress in 1955-inspired clothing to celebrate Disneyland's diamond anniversary. And that is the anniversary date. Uh, I would say if you're going to dress like this, you better take a change of clothing uh, and be prepared to get out of those and get into something. I know it's never really hot, but it is hot in California in July, and that that park is going to be insane. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much the weather has changed, but if you know anything about Disney history, the hottest day of the year in 1955 when they opened was that day when, when they, they opened. Women's shoes were yeah. going into the asphalt. That's uh -huh. why they've chosen to go with concrete and stuff now. Yeah, so it's interesting to uh, think about that. That uh, you know, so who knows? It could happen. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm am curious, and I don't know. Maybe we can hear from Cameron see if he'll oh yeah he'll do up and dress up in the garb and go for it. I don't I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he's going to be crazy enough to go into the parks on that day. I don't know. I okay. mean, he, he's considered it when they did the 24-hour party. Sure. He considered going there, and I told him, you're insane. He lives there, and I told him, you're insane. Oh, don't that's... do that to yourself. Uh... And so he decided to skip it, which is a good thing he did because the traffic was backed up. People waited. Some people were there all day long from 3 o'clock, I think, in the afternoon till 3 o'clock in the morning. They weren't even able to go into get out. the parks. Oh, get out. Get yeah. in. Okay. So 3 a.m., a lot of them were able to get into DCA at that point, and then sure. at some point make their way over. Yeah, okay. So, but the thing's uh, over three hours after I know, that, I know, so, I know. Yeah. So, uh, so it's okay. a good good thing that he didn't go. He was, sure. Yeah, he was pleasantly happy because he decided not to go. Yeah, it. sure. Okay. Um, we got some other stuff here, but I don't know if we're going to go through it. It's just movie-related stuff. 
Um, Other than I would just say Ant-Man's coming out here soon, July 17th. Yeah, so. and I keep forgetting that. Yeah. So I so. think it's actually, it's, I think it's going to be a good movie. Yep. So Inside Out's performing really well. Rumor, we'll throw this out there, and I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, they're talking about putting an Inside Out attraction. If this movie continues to perform really well, Inside Out attraction in the Imagination Pavilion, where the figment. Okay. Right, is that? And it actually, that's it hilarious. Fits. It fits, though. I mean. Oh yeah, it's, it's already kind there. Of about, you know what is an imagination and all that now, which psychologically this is still that kind of film. Yeah. And that kind of story. So uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. So makes sense, and they're probably yeah. looking for something quick. They don't want to spend four years developing it. And know? everybody rejoiced because they are bringing Captain EO back on July. I saw 19th. that. Yeah. So, so, so we'll get in there and record that thing a couple more times. <laughs> you mean forget to turn it on uh, and then uh, sit through uh, it again? <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it's bad when the, there's pain that radiates through your body that you're going to have to go and sit and watch Captain EO a second time. <laughs> uh, it's different when it's at midnight. But yeah, and you've been awake all day long. If you know, yeah. It was. A, I never experienced the original, so this was good for me. It was good for me to sit through. I think it was an interesting. Plus George Lucas. I mean, come on. Well, and I remember seeing when it, when it first came out, yeah. seeing it, and yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the 3D and stuff that was nowhere. Sure. sure. At that oh, time, absolutely, but, absolutely. But okay. But you know, we're ready to move on. Yeah. So I don't know what they're gonna do with the theater. I think. Yeah, we'll see. Let's just wait and see. I think um, Jim Hill is saying. That if they can kind of move some things out of the way, some attitudes, some egos, whatever is going on in Epcot, 2016 is supposed to be Epcot's year. Mm -hmm. So hopefully things get changed because I'm afraid if a lot of stuff doesn't happen in 2016 in Epcot, then it's not going to happen again for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, the Frozen thing will open. Some other things will happen. But then after that, uh, who knows? Yep. They'll just go into a lull. I just... I mean, they got to do something. Wonders of Life Pavilion is just sitting there. Yeah. And flower. They use it for flower and garden and yeah. some things. And who knows? Maybe they use it for testing for rides in there that we don't know about. It could so. be. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I don't know. There's just so many areas. Yeah. That, and it, honestly, they even know that. They know that that park needs a lot of attention. Sure. sure. And it's still performing really well because mm -hmm. of all the festivals that are going on. But Future World is dying. So the land does well because of Sorn, and they'll expand that. But it's a nice area, and sure. so there's just so many things they can do with it. That uh, we'll just wait. Yeah. We'll wait and see. We'll see. We'll see. So. Okay. Uh, so All right. That's we're it for the news. Yep. And so we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna move into talking about uh, staying off site. And we just happen to have Adam here, who has really recent experience with doing that. So we'll be right back. So, as we said before, we're going to be talking staying off-site. Adam just did this recently, and uh, so he's made some notes, and we're just going to talk with some questions that I had into this, because uh, it actually started me thinking down a road of, okay, if I can save money and if I can find certain amenities out of this that will make up for maybe some of the things that we're going to talk about that you might lose, then is it worth it? What can I do to kind of shape my trip a different way so that I make this work for me? And so we're going to go through some of those things. Um, all right, Adam, just shoot into what, what it is that... Well, I, let's just go with this first. Savings-wise. Mm -hmm. Did you save... Because you, you had a timeshare, so it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. 
So, and see, you say timeshare. Technically, we didn't have a time. I mean, it is a timeshare, but it's a vacation club timeshare. So, technically speaking, if this is the way our vacation club works, if we don't pay the yearly fee, we aren't out anything. We actually, we bought into it. That was the initial cost. We don't have to pay a yearly fee unless we're using it. And in this case, our yearly fee is $400. So basically you pay $400 and then you can use your credits. And then, you know, you can pay for, you can buy certain credits. Well, we had uh, one week's worth of credits during a peak season. So, and then uh, pretty much after that, it's $100 to use your credit. So it's $500. And then we had a room for a week off-site now we added on rooms because people were coming with us you know my in-laws the kids we just felt like we needed some extra rooms we ended up getting a three-bedroom um with some for some extra money but i don't want to throw numbers out because it doesn't really unless you have the exact vacation club we have it's not gonna be worth it but at the same time you could do similar calculations with timeshares and, and i did look so I, I went out and looked at one uh um dreams unlimited Mm -hmm. vacation who happens to be with the Diz. they actually have uh condos i think it's like dreams unlimited condos something like that sure that you can rent uh they're 99 dollars a day up to like three and four bedroom and um from what i could tell i mean their site works very well as far as seeing what you can schedule uh they're booked up quite a bit mm -hmm. but uh they ask for a seven day minimum so you're looking at 783 dollars. i think it is with taxes for the week for the week yeah but for a four bedroom uh they give you a sam's club membership with that 40 dollars sam's okay. club membership it's right across the road i mean it's walking distance to, to get from yeah, property to sam's or from sam's club okay. yeah and so you can grab your stuff they are probably about uh 20 minutes from property 20, 20 minutes from the parks so. okay yeah um so yeah yeah seven hundred dollars on property is never going to get you well for, i mean eight hundred dollars for the week isn't going to get you mm -hmm. it's not going to get you a one bedroom no on yeah the old key west for which a week is one of the cheapest mm, yeah no probably not i think maybe we, maybe with an ap discount you might get it no not a one bedroom yeah, we did but one, you might yeah. get a value but think about that that's, for, so that's a four bedroom yeah at 99 bucks yeah and then they have they add movies and they have like 50 each room, each condo is equipped with 50 uh, Disney movies, and okay. you've got free Wi-Fi, and there's sure. a lot of stuff there. It's completely furnished. And and then there's other places, <laughs> like I looked up, we actually were looking, and I was thinking I didn't think we could get enough bedrooms with our vacation club, and we did, but I looked at uh, All-Star Vacation Homes, because I've heard that advertisement a lot, yeah. and it was around $1,000 for a home. For the week? For the week. Okay, yeah. that's still not bad. So that's for a for a week for a thousand dollars, and you know these homes are people's homes basically that they rent out is what they are, and uh, a lot of them you got to pick whatever one you wanted, uh, and different ones were more expensive depending on what they had the offer. But at the same time, it's basically a house close to property, and every house is different location. Um, so anyway, these houses have swimming pools, mm -hmm. so they have um, a lot of stuff, yeah, and uh, some some different things like that that are available. Which is an interesting concept, and I don't know if we'll get get to that point, but I'd like to do pros and cons of this kind of stuff too. Oh yeah, but well, that's, but yeah, I mean, we're going to go that direction. So. so in terms of savings, I mean, um, I don't know. I you're mean, never getting, you're never getting. You're probably pro comparing the cost of what you can do offsite with this kind of stuff is probably the cost of a value. If right. you had a discount, sometimes you know. So okay, so. so let's look at some of the amenities because you were there. You, mm -hmm. Uh, tell me some of the things, the niceties, the pros that you had immediately that you would not have had. Well, you didn't have when you stayed at the, uh, 
uh, pop century. Okay, yeah. So, and I can't remember, and I'll just repeat it so everybody knows. Uh, a couple shows ago, I uh, recorded. We recorded, and what we did is we stayed for a week, and then my wife decided, "Oh, let's stay an extra day." And so I'm like, "Okay, well, we're jumping on a value to uh, do that extra day." And then, then we had a really good comparison because not only did we do the offsite for that whole week, we also did an onsite for a day and got magic bands. And once we got it and all that stuff. Uh, before that, I didn't want to spend the extra on the magic bands. We had to pay parking and all that stuff. So let's talk about the amenities that we had. Um, we pretty much had uh, kitchen, full kitchen, full refrigerator, full stove, full stocked kitchen with silverware, plates, all that stuff. Uh, sink, a dining room table with six chairs, a living room with a pull-out couch, TV, DVD player, uh, cable TV, and then we had three bedrooms. So we had a big uh, king in a master bedroom with its own bathroom. And then on the other side of the suite was two bedrooms, the kids' bedroom, which was bunk beds and a bathroom between that and the other bedroom, which was a queen bed where my wife and I stayed. And of course we had our six month old with us. So she, we just brought our pack and play with us. She slept in our room and that was our amenity for that week. We also had a little balcony area where you could kind of actually reminded me of, I don't know if you saw the picture, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's kind of like that where you like walk out uh, glass lighting. Obviously you're not- They just don't have giraffes and stuff. They just don't have giraffes out the door, no. Um, And it, it was smaller, but anyway, just was a nice little view. We're on the second floor. Um, and the door to the suite, uh, the condo area was, um, it, it was all outdoors, but it was inside the building. So you had to walk through a corridor in the middle of the building where all the doors were accessible. So it wasn't like you had to deal with, you know, big issues. Uh, trash pickup was right outside the door. Easy. Uh, linens were provided. Um, pretty much everything was provided except housekeeping doesn't come. It's sort of like DVC, if you guys have ever heard us talk about DVC, where they come like once a week or yeah, once every, every Tuesday or something. Something like that. Um, this then one you're provided with a sweeper and all that stuff. Yes, we were. Oh, yeah, we had washer and dryer in the in the apartment, yeah. in the condo. Um, so anyway, that's our amenities were there. There was only one amenity I wanted, and it was really, you kind of get hit or miss when you got vacation home, vacation uh, club and things like this. Wi-Fi. We didn't have Wi-Fi. Oh, so, you didn't? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, I didn't know And that. basically, the, the, this one, and I can say it because people can actually book places there, but it was called Windsor Palms. It is on the south side of 192, just a mile down from 192. It's actually, you have to drive over the bridge of 429, which is the toll road. And once you drive over the bridge, you run into the gate, which is a security guard, and you can't even get in without being a okay. available. Okay, did you have wired internet? We so didn't have anything. No internet. So the reason I explain that is it's actually owned by a lot of people in the United Kingdom. So this whole area is owned by a bunch of different people, but they just they invest their money into it and do it. So each area is kind of its own thing. It's not like it's like certain people own this chunk or certain people own that chunk. So it's not like the entire and this is a huge place with uh, all there's probably a hundred homes that are individually outside of the condos, and then there's like four or five buildings of condo areas that we were in. So what I'm saying is each condo could be an, a different owner, which means a different cable company or a different Wi-Fi. And so I I don't know, maybe they just didn't want to pay the cost of the monthly Wi-Fi fee, you know. <laughs> yeah, but if it so, robs into the revenue, then. Mm-hmm. So, but they provided for, we've provided Wi-Fi for you at the uh, main clubhouse area. You did have to pay a fee to use it for the day. Uh, there was a snack shop up there. There was a movie theater that they were showing movies. 
which is really just like Hulu or whatever. But you'd request what movie you wanted to watch. They'd play it that night. Um, that was free. They had a pool that was, it was pretty decent. I think it, it's, it might be Olympic sized, but it's only as deep as five feet at the deepest. So, um, you know, that kind of stuff. There was a tennis courts, volleyball courts, oh, exercise equipment, all kinds of stuff available for us. Um, we could have walked up to the clubhouse, but we drove past it every time and, uh, we did spend some time anyway. So that was our amenities. So basically, I don't know, comparing to the value um really wi-fi we had free wi-fi at the value and we had one room at the value where everyone's crammed in five of us are crammed in one value room and it's kind of like okay well kids aren't napping very well because the little one's crying and different stuff so it was a it was tight quarters and mini fridge that it, whatever it didn't really suit like yeah, those rooms fridge. are really just made for being in the parks all mm-hmm. day yeah coming back you get a shower you throw danishes or whatever you bought when you left the parks in the fridge for the next morning sure. and and that's it. I mean, yeah. you're not really yeah, they're not really built to hang out. So, and I don't want to slam no. the difference and I do want to kind of go both directions. Um and by the way, I'm I'm still I I haven't quite decided where I stand on the line, but I think I'm right down the middle. I really enjoy on-site for different reasons. But I really enjoy offsite for different reasons. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm kind of, I seriously, well, I'm, and that's I'm, what I'm always looking for. Especially yeah. Now, um, I'm looking for that sweet spot. Where is the in between? Yeah. To where you're really just maximizing the heck out yeah. of everything. Yeah. And so, and that's why, uh, I, okay, like on our, on many of the last couple of trips that I've taken, um, I've used literally used Magical Express to get me from the uh, airport to the hotel, from the hotel to the airport, and I've done, I've stayed actually in between. So I'm there, let's say, for three days in the Disney parks. I leave property, go to Universal. I stay there for two days to three days. I come back. I spend one day. Mm-hmm. And that one day gets me back to the airport. Get back to, yep, and yep. plus then I can run back over and I can see, you know, I can see the uh, parks again for one last day and end my trip there. And that's worked very well. So that right now has been like, that's been my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. This is the best way for me to do it. Yep. So then when you mentioned staying off site, I immediately started thinking, okay, but this is what I'm going to ask yep. you. Did you miss extra magic hours? Nope. Absolutely not. And the reason we didn't is because we have little ones. Okay. So because we have little ones, we did not spend anything extra magic about any of it. Um, but do you know, I mean, Roy, he doesn't do extra magic hours hardly at all, does he? Oh, he did when we were with him a lot. Okay. We did it. I mean, when you're going commando style where you're there early and late a lot. Yeah. Uh, we did it a lot. Now, I mean, I'm not sure... I don't know. I'm if he's not been sure. Doing it much lately. Well, I don't know about him, but I'm not sure. Extra magic hours is as good as it used to be. Where the fact is, you could almost like go and say, "Oh man, the park is pretty empty," and I don't no, think it's that anymore. empty anymore. Yeah. Well, People, fact, uh, yeah. doesn't touring plans tell you not to go to the park that has extra magic hours? Most of the time, yes. Yeah, obviously, so, if there's only one that has uh, evening extra magic hours and you want to go, then you would go. Right. And you're going to spend, but the morning ones, mm-hmm. they usually tell you to stay away from that park. So let's say it's Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom. Mm-hmm. You don't really want to go there. Animal Kingdom is probably a poor example because no. I've been to the extra magic hours there. Well, okay. I was there to the extra magic hours a couple trips ago and it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was empty pretty much. Yeah. Um, well, this one, uh, so we were there a couple of them. We actually were there after the morning extra magic hours and it was a busy morning. Wow. So uh, now, now don't, 
don't forget about nah, maybe you were there is, during a busy time of the yeah year, i mean so. the summer and maybe the summer is a bad idea but then again we're starting to talk about covering shows where it's actually busy all times yeah. of the year well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so honestly, anyway, i'm but, digging around and i can yeah. find about three weeks out of the year now to where yeah. i have a chance that yeah. it's not going to be slammed yeah well so. I, so anyway you brought up magical express i want to talk about that so here here's something that is a valid valid point for why you wouldn't stay off proper all right we drove we had our a vehicle there. It's our van. It had our kids' seats in it. We had little ones. We're there, ready to go with our van, and we're there. We don't need to worry about getting off a flight, getting to the airport. So it made more sense for us to think about off-site before we thought about on-site for that reason. So now at the same time, you can go to on-site and drive. But, you know, let's face it, the amenity is not quite... Especially, you okay, know. let's go into that. Okay. You stayed off site mm-hmm. and we timed you. You were yeah. telling me and I would start a stopwatch <laughs> yep. running okay. when he would leave the property that he was staying at. And then he would tell me the second that he was in the parking lot. And it was what, eight to 12 minutes? Eight to 12 minutes. Uh, Magic Kingdom was a little more since we were south. In reality, uh, Magic Kingdom, you got to add extra anyway because you're parking at the ticket and transportation center. But, you know, I. 15, 20 minutes for Magic Kingdom. So there you go. And there's I mean, no way. I've been there when it's a five or six on the crowd scale. Yeah. And it's taking me 35 minutes, 25 to 35 minutes to get to the parks on the bus. Yeah. And and so it would have been much worse even because mm-hmm. it was much busier when you were there. Sure. So you could have been looking at 45 minutes or more mm-hmm. just to get on a bus and get to the parks. Yeah. All right. So here's an example. So we, okay, I don't know if this makes a difference. It was getting busier as we left. Of course, we were at Pop Century the last day we were there. I went, we went into breakfast the morning we were getting ready to leave on the road and we ate breakfast. Well, on the way into breakfast, you get to see the line for the bus. The Magic Kingdom line looked like it was at least two busloads full and this was at 9 30 in the morning she took a picture of it and sent it to us I did i yes, okay yeah, did. so it's 9 30 in the morning on a saturday is that when we yes on a saturday 9 30 in the morning two busloads full people are waiting to go to the magic kingdom and the bus isn't there you know you're waiting yeah. and then there were other lines epcot had a line which it was smaller but and it was one bus full um and then the other ones um Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, but anyway, just the, the just the mere fact that, um, hmm, that's interesting. Now we could have gone and, and we didn't take any of the buses, of course, but uh, we you could go and drive. No big deal. Distance wise, we did drive from Pop Century to Epcot. That's where we decided to go on the day we stayed extra. Um, it was about the same distance, about eight to nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't bad. But again, we're driving. Now, you do have to navigate through the resort. So if you're on a weird side of the resort and you got to drive all the way around your resort to get out because they only have those one gated entrances, you know, kind of have to take that into account. Staying off property, most places don't have gated entrances where you're driving around and around and around. So it's an interesting thought. So uh, let me think here. There was something else I was going to ask you. Uh, shoot, and it was about this too, about driving. Is it about parking? Oh, yes, the cost of parking okay. was how much per day? 17 bucks. So we had to eat that cost, and but in reality, um, you could add that to your stay and 17 bucks. And are you still under? So, okay, let's say the Dreams Place, Dreams Unlimited. Uh huh. 100 bucks a day plus tax. Uh, but we'll throw that out and then add in the $17 a day of parking. You're now up to $117 mm-hmm. before tax. Um, 
I could stay on property for that. But yeah, I'm not going to be staying in a four bedroom right. apartment. Right. So you, that's another mm -hmm. thing you have to look into. The mm -hmm. other thing that I tell, and I, I tell this, I'm sorry, but I tell it in every show. If you're staying more than four days, get an annual pass. Yeah. I'm telling you. And I, I, I think I even did a show and broke it down yeah. to where I, I think yeah. it was even less than four days. It shocked me when I looked at it with discounts and stuff like that to where I could recoup my costs. But that was using discounts by staying on property. If, it, if you're staying off property, then obviously the yeah. only discount you're getting is would be parking. parking. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting to think about. So let's say this. Here's my ticket. My ticket was, I think I bought it for $300. It was a five-day base ticket. And I bought it before the price hike. I also got it from Undercover Tourist. So I had that. If I would have bought an annual pass, right now the going rate is like six forty-eight. With so that's with yeah, tax. Around there. So that's three hundred and fifty dollars more. But technically, we stayed long enough that I was paying for parking that was about a hundred dollars for the week total. So you were up to about a hundred, hundred twenty. So I was still two hundred fifty dollars. Yes, and that's offsite. So and maybe for me on this trip, not so much. But again. Our Pop Century. I didn't even think about that. I could have yes, got a discount yeah, on our Pop Century, and we played. We paid rack right because I was there the night before. I wanted to book Pop Century, and I paid. I think it was one hundred and eighty nine dollars, and that was everything. That was, oh man! Yep, oh. that was everything. Now you know what's okay. funny. I and this is funny because we had the discussion, and maybe this is a pointer for everyone. If you're there and you want to book, I looked online, and I had cheaper prices online than when I called it in. And the only reason I called it in was because I was chatting with you guys over text, and you're yeah. like, oh, see if they can get you a special yeah. magical deal. Well, and I thought for sure. Yeah. If he goes to guest services, they're going to do something for him there. I thought. Since he's already been there yep. for eight days. Yep. Yeah. And no. And so, and so here's the answer to that. Number one, guest services cannot book your room. So I had to call the line. Well, when you call the line, you're just calling the basic booking line that you would call from anywhere so it really wasn't anything helpful on that aspect it's fine it was one night whatever no big deal for it. i didn't care at that point because obviously we were staying an extra day i was willing to pay um but 189 whatever that's the going rate and that was a weekend night so it was friday night of course so it's a more expensive night so it's a more expensive night is the middle of peak june season. peak season but had yeah, I and had, there's a chance there wasn't even an ap discount for there was, because I, yeah, okay. I asked her, of all the things I had, I said, all right, do you have any discounts or anything? I have a Disney Visa card holder, blah, 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 blah. And the only thing she said she could give me a discount on was an annual pass. Did she tell you how much? No, she didn't say. So I, I would imagine. Say, you should have told her, hey, my buddy's coming in any time now. Let's book it under his name. I know. <laughs> I know. But at that point, I'd been on the phone for a while, and I'm standing in guest services, and the parade's going on outside. So yeah. it was a little bit of a chaos. Yeah, you're missing it. You've never been in the parks with talking to trying to book vacation while you're on vacation it's kind of weird but it, um fun. i'm i would imagine i don't know what was your your percentage we were talking beforehand and i was talking about the room only deal Maybe was 20 percent it was 15 for for me if i wanted to pay the on the room only deal and oh, you got so 20 to be probably 20 to 30 percent even okay so uh, i doubt 30 percent. let's say 20 to 25 probably so anyway there you go there you go so maybe i could have saved who knows well, a quarter of that which is, let's give or take, yeah. probably uh, $50, maybe $45. 50, maybe 50 bucks. So, okay, so I'm not quite recouping the annual pass off-site. But 
Anyway, oh, then again, dining. We did buy some things dining. I could have yeah, got some and discounts and merchandise. You get 10% on merchandise. So, anyway. Yeah, just go there, to the show. If again, anybody's interested yeah, yeah, in that, yeah. honestly, the show does a really good job of breaking it down and showing you. And I even, there's a PDF that you can get, you can download with the show that'll show you other things that I didn't even add in to where you can get discounts and use while you're there. Um, parking was one of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't even add parking into it because I was able to easily reach. Um, the amount of the uh, annual pass by the amount of days I was there, which I think I only counted four of those days, and uh, and with the discount on the room, right. that, and I was only in the room for mm-hmm. I think three days, and mm-hmm. then I was three days at Universal. Yeah, and I think even on that one trip, I was able to recoup almost the entire cost of the annual pass. So okay, anyway, well, I knew that I was going to go into annual pass madness if I brought it up. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's exactly. just too hard to just leave it out because it is a huge. Uh, it's a huge way to to uh to reduce costs and if you ever think you're going to go back again you know then you would all for that year you you would still have a ticket into the park sure i'm going to say this because um you know we're sort of it's not equal comparison but we're comparing values to off-site and it's because values are close to the cost that off-site is sort of um Refrigerator was really nice because, first of all, well, we have our car, so we're going to the grocery store at night to get stuff for the trip. So we did, and, you know, we went there and we stocked up the groceries in the fridge. Well, when you do that, you have a plethora of items for breakfast. You don't have to leave your room. You don't have to pay for breakfast. You stuff to munch on, too, when you we get had, back to the room. We had stuff to munch on for snack. Well, all kinds of stuff that are available. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm making eggs for breakfast. You can't do that unless you're, like, in a DVC. Yeah. So, um, what else? So, also, we packed our lunches a lot of days. So, we're taking the cooler into the park. And, of course, you can't take the big coolers, I don't think. I don't know about that. We had these these bagged coolers that uh, easily open. Security would look through them and pass us every time. But uh, our, our frozen waters was nice. Having a freezer, because you don't get a freezer in those mini fridges. Um, having a freezer <laughs> to freeze waters. So, when you go, the waters are frozen but they're not they're out and then they melt and it's just nice to be cold yeah have that um you know that's just an amenity that you just kind of overall you save on food because you're not paying whatever for the food all the time and you know that kind of stuff well yeah you're but there's i can't tell you how many times i get back to the room at night and i think wow i wish i had something to munch on Mm -hmm. you get a shower you're cleaned up you relax now I would like something to munch on. Do I really want to walk yeah. over to the food court? Uh-huh. Uh, Depending if, on where you're at. That's value. But if you're at um, a DBC, there oh. is no food court. Yeah. And so what, are you going to go sit down at a restaurant? Yeah. Well, you can go to the one shop, but even that might close at some time. And, yeah, and it's still far away. And so. the, and, but the, the choice of items to eat wasn't always that yeah. fantastic either. Yeah. So. And let's face it. It's my dollar. There was that one morning we went to try find breakfast there, and it was like blueberry muffin. Yeah. That's all you got. That was at uh, Old Key West. Old Key West. By the way, yeah, I got to do a review, because um, I went to Old Key West Olivia's for breakfast this last time. And yeah? It was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was really good, and it wasn't all that outrageous expensive. Okay. okay. So I would recommend that. So cool. uh, Okay. Now, uh, going back to the extra magic hour and the loss of those, yes. here was a way that I thought about, okay, I could take the money that maybe I'm saving by staying off property. Uh, that I'm not spending, you know, for amenities or whatever, and and I can get my extra magic hour back. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those ways was to go and eat breakfast in the park. Uh, oh, to yeah. Be our guest breakfast. Oh, yeah. And I was in 
ate breakfast, came out, didn't hurry through breakfast, ate breakfast, came out, and rode uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, uh, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash, and I think Pirates, mm-hmm. before people were really sure. even starting to crowd in. So the as an off-site person, I could utilize, could have utilized yep. that. Yes. Yep. yes. Uh, next thing is, is you could always do one of the, uh, uh, I don't know what to call them, I want to say a special event, but like going through the uh, Undiscovered Future World. Oh, tours. One of those uh, tours. Backstage yeah. tours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you could do that. That gets you into the park early. In fact, I just heard somebody who did that. Um, oh, what the heck is the name of his show? I'd like to plug his show. Um, hang on here. I'm going to look it up. Real look quick. it up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he went in and uh, WDW Park Hopper. He did okay. a show where he went in. They actually let him in. He was in almost an hour before the park even opened. Okay. It was even before he his tour started. Mm-hmm. He was able to walk clear up into uh, uh, through Future World up into uh, World Showcase. You know, of course, they stop you at China. Sure. But he was able to walk up to there, just kind of linger around. There was nobody sure. except for some landscapers left and mm-hmm. some people cleaning up trash and doing this and that. There was nobody else in the park mm. with cool. him. So I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. And he got to see something that you, you normally wouldn't see. And mm-hmm. you could take that money and apply it, you know, that you're, you're uh, spending or that you're saving. You can apply it now to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you don't want to get into the parks early, you could go do uh, one of the dessert parties. Yeah. So here's an interesting thought. I don't know where you're headed next, but I was thinking of this. All right. So we are leaving the Magic Kingdom, the busiest park there and the busiest time of year at Disney World. We're leaving the Magic Kingdom. It's not quite wishes. It's time for wishes to uh, start here in like 10 minutes or whatever. Well, we're leaving after the Electrical Light Parade. So people are exiting. Well, there's a quite a bit of people still exiting. They're not sticking around for wishes. 90% of the people, when you exit the Magic Kingdom, they're all going left. Everyone's going left, Getting left, on those left. Buses. Get on the bus, get on the bus. Yeah. What am I doing? I am walking up to the monorail. I am hopping on the express monorail, which literally would take me five minutes to wait for the next monorail. And I am going on a ride in five minutes, and I'm at the Ticket and Transportation Center getting ready to get on the tram going to my car. So... I, you know, that speed and the fact that there's hardly, you know, the 80 to 90 percent of the people are going that way is interesting to think about because people that are driving are really the only ones taking, except for, no, even the express monorail. The people in those uh, resorts aren't even taking the express monorail. So it's only the people going to the parking lot are the only ones taking that, which is just that's cool because we didn't have to deal with it. We never had to wait for a monorail. It was just nice. Well, and that's yeah, it is not. When yeah. you ent- exit the park, with the people going to the resort monorail, mm. it can be crazy. Yeah. Well, we've done that, yeah. trying to yeah. go from Epcot back over to Magic Kingdom and holding, I don't know if it was on the trip, holding a, a stroller above our heads. Oh, yeah. That was somebody else's stroller sure. just to make room for more people to get into the car. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing enjoyable about yeah. that. So Yeah, no, I, okay, I can't say we did it in the mass exodus, because I think after Wishes is when the mass exodus happens. Yeah. But still, there was quite a few people. So anyway, I just wanted to comment on that because that has to do it has to do with driving, not okay. necessarily. And my next thing was, if you're if you're not taking breaks from the park, then staying off site probably isn't doing you much good. Obviously, when you get back, you have got a place to collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, because actually, you were able to just take a break in the middle of the day and be at your place in ten minutes. Yeah, and kick your shoes off and be able to relax. And then I can't do that on a bus. Right. That's my problem 
of taking a break in the middle of the day because by the time you get on the bus, you get to your place, you've killed an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you do that just to get back on the bus and get back to the park, you've now killed two hours, mm -hmm. at least two hours out of your day. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes I've waited over an hour for a bus. But, sure. But, uh, yeah, let's just say that. You've probably killed two hours out of your day. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm like the person who keeps just – Hmm. Uh, trudging it out to get through the day. I find myself trying to stay within uh, Epcot Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios so that I can just hop, keep hopping the monorail yep. uh, and trying to ride those and use that to kind of make up some kind of time to get back and forth. Yeah. Um, now, if you go on a limited monorail schedule, then you're kind of messed up there. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought that immediately that that if you're if you're not taking breaks, uh, then I. I guess you lose that amenity mm -hmm. of being able sure. to get back, back and forth. But you kind of lose that anyway. That's my next thing. If you're even if you're standing at DVC, and I'm absolutely guilty of this, uh, you don't, you don't. I wouldn't take a break because I was on property. Right. You're paying for a DVC, which is a del deluxe room which with is all a these, nice these amenity. other amenities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I stayed at Old Key West in a one bedroom, and mm -hmm. I never saw the room. <laughs> and it had like it was like a apartment, uh, yeah. uh, and I never got to do hard. I, I the the big longest thing that I did in there was um washing and drying my clothes. Mm -hmm. I never cooked on the stove. I never pulled a glass out of the cabinet. Mm -hmm. I never, I never did any of that. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I would tell people if that's what you're going to do, mm -hmm. if that's how you like to tour the parks and just go get a value, pay as little money as you can, and sure. just go collapse in there. Now, yeah. So you say all that, and it's like, well. If we would have done what we did offsite, DVC would have been awesome if we could have done it. But you know, yeah, but how so. many people did you have in your party? Well, there was seven of us total. So and you would pay. You're talking about getting two rooms. Oh yeah, in most places it was a two bed. It would have been a two bedroom and, at minimum. Right, so, and to yeah. get with seven of you in a one bedroom DVC, I uh, wouldn't have worked. No, no. it's crowded. The it would have been horrible. The kids and, wouldn't and, have, yeah. seven seven of you in a one bedroom DVC at Old Key West would cost you almost four hundred dollars a night. Sure, sure, yep. And so, I mean, that's that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And yep. you were there in that condo for how many days? Seven. Yeah, and like, like I just said, it was basically in the Dreams Unlimited condos. It was uh, about eight hundred bucks for the week. Mm -hmm. Well, heck, that's a lot less than two thousand if I tried to stay sure. in Old Key West. Sure. So I don't know. anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking breaks and on site and driving, and it's like, well, we would have had to pay a lot more in order to stay on property. Well, and so. I guess I could stay on property and drive myself back mm -hmm. to the value resort. Mm -hmm. Sure. You guys, you guys, did you take a break when you stayed at Pop? Uh, yep. And it was okay to drive back. No yep. big deal. No, I mean, yeah, it was fine. It was the, it was probably the same amount of time that yeah, it took, it took us you to the drive because we, yeah, we clocked it the one day. You yeah. said I'm leaving, and I think it was. 10 minutes for you to get back to yeah. Pop. This is a little closer, and we went to Epcot. So Epcot's not as far out as the Magic Kingdom in terms from Pop, but I don't know. You're still kind of driving through the certain stuff, you know? And I don't know. So, anyway. so, okay. Well, uh... So, let's go through just a couple other things that I can think of and maybe kind of do basic pros and cons. But, um, you know, if you want an amenity of a Magic Band... That's something to consider. There you go. That's thirteen. Because I bucks. mean, a Magic Band is. Hmm. How do I say it? So we did not do Magic Bands because I didn't want to pay the money. However, I did want it for my five-year-old because I didn't want her getting lost, didn't want her losing her card, yada yada. You know, it makes sense. 
The advantage of that was we could go into the store and we actually, I picked out a frozen Elsa one that is special that normally you can't get unless you're buying it anyway. So it sort of was a little bit of an extra amenity because we actually got to pick a fancier magic band. Yeah. Because I was paying for it anyway. And it was, did I say 20 bucks? 20 bucks. It was 20 bucks. Big deal. It's $7 more than the original colored wonky ones or what you know just yeah. the normal ones Red, and green, she, orange, yeah. yeah yeah whatever she loved it and the fact that she could do it and um so anyway other than that the rest of us we were fine without magic bands they worked fine yeah it was a little inconvenient i actually had it right card out it was a little inconvenient to pull the card out whatever but you're only using it when you first get into the parks and for your fast passes so i was pulling it out here and there because you don't have charging privileges on it you know because we're off site you know right. that Maybe that's another amenity. You can't do charging privileges. Eh, what's the big deal? Um, I had Disney gift cards, so I was using that. As, I guess I could have used Disney gift cards to pay off um, my room, you know, if I had charged to the Magic Band there. But uh, we actually went both routes. When I did Pop Century, I put a credit card on my Magic Band, and I wanted to check. I wanted to get both worlds. And um, sure, there's a convenience it works factor. Okay. It's fine. I did, it. I did it, and I didn't do it, so I tried yeah. it both ways while I was there. Now, yeah, now I have to say we've been, you know, it's been a while since the Magic Bands have now been in, so nothing messed up. Everything we did worked fine. Yeah. Uh, so maybe their system's better now. But, it is. Um, I still hear people here and there uh, complain that they've had problems or uh, whatever, but honestly, I felt like on both trips I pushed these things. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm leaving property and coming back and switching bands, and I never... Yeah. I never had an issue. Yeah. So okay. I I have nothing bad to say about them. Okay. I enjoyed them. Um they are a little sweaty around your wrist. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. A while, yeah, mine too. Eh, all in all, I mean, I'm not somebody who wears a watch and so for me neither. Me to, to be mm -hmm. able to survive that, it can't be that bad. Right. But I found myself like pushing it out Touching, of the way yep. and rubbing underneath mm -hmm. of the band every once in a while just yeah. to kind of get the irritation away. Me too. A little bit. But yeah. I don't know, you can play with it and get it around or uh, whatever take yeah, it off stick it on the stroller if you yeah, i don't know whatever if you felt that comfortable doing that but yeah um so here's something else too which i don't know is it worth it to me so this is what we weren't able to do because we weren't on property book my fast pass 60 days out so what did we miss out on it two things we missed out that i i kind of wanted to do i never i'd forgotten about that so we had to do it 30 days out because we were off property elsa and anna I never got to do on elsa and anna whatever uh, you know, in ge in general. Yeah, but I booked sixty days out and couldn't. I couldn't have gone. Okay, so see, there's no guarantee. Yeah. And, no, there's absolutely no guarantee. And mind train, yeah. we could not do mind train now. If we would have stayed until eleven o'clock, I had an eleven o'clock. Or done the be our guest breakfast. Or done the be our guest breakfast. Yeah. Which I think we tried to get into. You can't that. get into. Yeah, yeah I couldn't get into. But that that's not yeah. even on property. Yeah. You can't even do it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we missed out on those two things. However. I was able to do Soren, Toy Story, and all those other big, big attractions that, you know, had it not been for those minor two in Magic Kingdom, it's whatever. So, whatever. Yeah, it, just something to kind of say from an amenity standpoint that's, you know. That's good, because, yeah, I, I mm -hmm. hadn't thought about the, I'd forgotten about 60 days. And it could be because, I don't know, from the standpoint of where I was at, it was still tough to try to book 
the things that even 60 Days Out, there were people, there's always like wolves at the gate, man, <laughs> waiting to just snatch everything away from you. And so, and I still found myself um, sometimes closer to the 30-day window. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give you a for instance with the uh, Be Our Guest. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get that thing booked until around 30 days mm. out. So at 60 days, it still wouldn't work. Uh, but you know what to them? And that could be, I actually got lucky on that. Um, they announced it at like 10.30 in the morning. That yeah. It was open and at 10.31, I booked it. Nice. And so I just happened to be sitting in front of the computer when I saw when the, you saw the it thing pop up. Mm -hmm. And I hurried up and clicked on the link cool. and I was in. But I've never heard of anybody else who's been able to get into the thing, into the beer guest breakfast. Sure. I guess yeah. if you're desperate, you could always go to the uh, Crystal Palace. Mm -hmm. It's it's a great buffet. Yeah. It's just uh, about $15, $20 more mm -hmm. per person. So Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, these are the things that that I started churning yep. through my head of saying, okay, is this worth it or yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, um, Connor being in the wheelchair, um, the buses have been miserable mm. for him the last couple of times yeah. because they just pack them. Yeah. And if you're somebody who's sitting in a wheelchair and you're on a bus, people fall into him, they fall over on him. They, and so, and I don't know how many people have watched that happen, mm -hmm. but uh, it's it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. for him to have people like a lot of times I would just give my seat away uh, so that I could stand up at least in front of him and keep people from falling on him. But I can tell you on mm -hmm. five occasions, I remember watching when we would turn a corner and somebody almost fell into him and he would put his hand up yeah. and hold them back because they would start to fall. Yeah. And he would hold them back to keep them from falling. Yeah. On yeah, him. yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, he just yeah. said after a while, this is miserable. I, sure. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I had never thought about that and brought that up. Mm -hmm. But so he would, in some ways, he would like to, um, well, hence, I think our next trip is going to be in January. He wants to be there when it's cooler and it's slower. Uh, so we don't have to fight the, fight the crowds. Sure. I sure. become a crowd wimp. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you, I, they don't bother me anymore. Whatever. I deal with kids and running around and yeah. crazy places we anyway. We also so just went through a it, five year drought. That's true. That's true. Maybe yeah. I'm 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 spoiled in the fact that uh, you could have given me a uh, picture of of Disney in the parking lot, and I would have been fine. You know, <laughs> you went, wait, wait. You, didn't you go so, there on a ten a crowd calendar of ten? Yes, one day. Yeah, now not on purpose. It right. wasn't a ten until they actually discovered that they had predicted it being a nine, and it ended up being a ten. <laughs> so, oh. but but see, I have theories about that, and the fact that you can you can claim a day a ten. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's 10 no, all day long. 10. No, The morning right. was not a 10. After about 5.30, 6 o'clock? 5 o'clock. In yeah. fact, I gotta sh if, if Bob's listening, I'm sure he is eventually. He'll Maybe a couple of months from now he'll hear this. Had lunch with Bob and Cheryl. Uh, they're back close to, close to us, and uh, I got to eat with them. But we talked about it, and they love taking breaks. And he is convinced 5 o'clock is that rollover time. When people are dragging out of the park, and if you time it and you go break and you come back, you will be refreshed and you will just be able to stroll in and do all kinds of stuff. So anyway, we did that kind of stuff and it was just kind of like, you know what? This is, I like this. It's kind of nice. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I experienced it at Universal. I have yeah, been too sure. much of a doofus <laughs> to do it at, because uh, I always think, oh, I can squeeze in a couple more things if I just stick around. Yeah. And, yeah. Um. I guess what I if I did nothing else, I would like to do a late extra magic hour and get out of the parks and then come back in and stay until 
uh, you know, until 2 a.m. Sure. Magic Kingdom's open. But it seems like every time one of those days comes up, it's a flight day for me. Yeah. And so I've been awake since 3 mm. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And, and by the time midnight even rolls around, I'm a zombie. Yeah. Planning. Yeah. It's hard to plan that, but yeah. start at six months in advance. You know, right now we should start talking about your January, yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, I'm already, you know, yeah, I'm already heading down that path. So, so. but, you know, it's the kind of stuff you kind of got to think about. So anyway, um, trying to think of something else i guess this isn't really off-site versus on-site kind of a thing but in terms of park hopping you know is it a little more difficult to park hop maybe that's negotiable in terms of maybe the bus is quicker from park hopping than it is resort okay, but if so, you were just going let's say if you're at magic kingdom wouldn't you just take the monorail and then take a boat over to the other parks and leave your car sure at magic kingdom you sure. just have to make sure that you're back before the monorail actually shuts down yeah or you have to take a bus from one park to the other yeah and, and and all that's in timing now if you know we're doing our afternoon breaks well probably what i would do in park hopping is do the morning in one park go do our afternoon break and drive to the next park you know i probably wouldn't be park hopping between um you know in our scenario i don't know it probably would have been more conducive since we had our afternoon breaks to not spend more so time traveling we haven't talked so. about this have you missed did you miss the hopper nope you never found yourself. This no. is where I'm. I was at with kids. The reason, though, there's one reason, and the reason is the fact that we stayed so long, because I purposely planned that we just would have a schedule in that areas in in that park. We didn't need to. We didn't need to say aside from the last day, which was amazing, and the fact that my I still she will never listen to this, but I will tell her it's awesome that she brought up we should stay an extra day. And the reason is she felt like we didn't get to spend enough time in Epcot. So had that been a day where we didn't spend an extra day and that's she a blessed, blessed. Event. Oh, that's a, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, happy stay in my life. No, yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that we stay that extra day, we got to spend that whole extra day at Epcot. Could we have, if we had a park hop or just park hop to Epcot, I'm going to say no, because we would have not been able to do all the extra stuff we did at Magic Kingdom. And park over to park hop over to Epcot and still do all the extra stuff we got to do at Epcot the next day, you know. Right. So um, it's oh, and that's what I've said. Yeah, so with hopping, there's enough stuff to do in most parks, especially if you're taking that break in the middle of the day. Yep. yep. That I yeah, I don't see the reason to hop. I can think one thing, and if I hear Roy's voice in my head, <laughs> Roy's voice, and Roy, Roy would say this. Let he, me tell you, let me tell you, this is what you need to do. <laughs> Park hop because of dining reservations, and I would say that because yeah. Roy may say, "I want to eat in Epcot every dinner," and that is what Roy says. And that is what Roy yeah. says, and that's what happens, which is fine. So, in other words, you don't want to spend every day at Epcot. You want to go park hop and then eat at Epcot. So, park hop for having dining, sure, I can understand that. But in our instance with kids, it didn't matter. They had their options everywhere we went. It didn't matter to them. So, um, and. I wanted them at the same time, the length of time we went, I wanted them to experience everything they could. And we did and didn't need a park hopper for all that stuff. So just one of those things to add into. Now, I know this is kind of we've been all over the map in terms of offsite versus onsite and then park hoppers and adding all these other interesting things. But I don't know, it's sort of a, a bunch of different things to consider. You yeah, know, those so. are all things. Yeah. This is the stuff that goes through my head when I start planning mm -hmm. and I start thinking, do I stay off-site? Mm -hmm. Do I stay a couple days off-site and then do the rest of my days on-site? Uh, yeah, do I do yeah. like I've done instead of staying at Universal in the middle? 
stay off site mm -hmm. and then jump back on site and then use Magical Express to get me back and forth to yeah. the airport so that I don't have to rent a car uh, maybe for those other days or yeah. I can drop the car off and I only need the car on the days in between. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And maybe, you know, in future planning for my next trip, I believe what we'll probably do is we will stay like we did this past trip. We will do one night on property, but I'm going to do one night on property. I'm going to see, I'm going to try to see if we can do this. Do one night on property at the beginning of the week to get our 60 day window yes. <laughs> and oh, then get off property for the seven days to, to, to keep the cost down. And then maybe I there might. Are people doing that. Oh, I'm sure. But then here's the and here's the wrong thing in that not of what you're saying, but some people are booking that and they know the system. They cancel their cancel. booking uh, and they still get to keep their get to keep 60 it. day window. I'd be interested. Disney should probably follow. Well, I, I, I don't yeah. know if they, I haven't heard so, whether they corrected that. So, so anyway, um, I was just thinking about that and the, the, the fact that you know that would be something added. And there is one other minor thing. It's major to some people, but I I noticed it. We weren't in the Disney bubble. We were off off site, you know, so there wasn't um, I don't want to say it. it's like when we were at Pop Century and we're checking in. And I know that if I go over to my room, which I did and I'm moving in, I would run into housekeeping who was cleaning the other rooms. And I, I don't know. There's just something about a Disney cast member that, you know, that they've had training with customers to sense that if I would have went over to ask housekeeping, hey, can we get an extra towel? They would have been. They probably would have given me four extra towels, yep. you know, that kind of a thing. When if I'm at my place, it's there's well, one housekeeping is not there all the time. So you're kind of like you got to go find it yourself and you don't have the customer service you do at Disney. So I'll, I'll give you another extreme. All right. I think it's extreme. I just read an article where some people stayed in Kissimmee at a, a resort and thought that they were getting mosquito bites. During the night, woke up the next day and pulled back their sheets because them and their kids were uh, being bitten, uh -huh. and it, were, it was infested with bed bugs. Bed bugs, yep. And to the point where they had to cancel their vacation, go back home, oh. and ended up they were a mess. Sure. And so uh, Disney actually, I don't think they've ever had a bed bug um, a problem ever, even not that I've heard of uh, okay. uh, that they've never had a bed bug problem anywhere on property. I guarantee so. you, if they ever have. What they probably did is quarantine that and take care of it, and no one knew right. because it's quarantine and no one can get in. So it's, I'm sure they go crazy with it. And, yeah. And so that was one of those yeah. things that when I read that story, I oh thought, yeah, uh, yeah, this probably wouldn't have happened. Yep. If you're on property, mm -hmm. so it's another one of those. So it's it's a middle, it's a minor thing, but I don't know. You sort of you sort of do get the get the stuff when you pay. You do get that extra. Extra added benefit, you know, of that. It's that service. Yeah, yeah. So, and then there's just that atmosphere. You can get offsite resorts that are princess, princess decorated or pirate decorated, and that kind of thing. And they try to make it feel like you're you're well, in the bubble. But how much were your kids really paying attention to the decor when you were in Pop Century? Uh oh, not right. They so, didn't care. They didn't so care. that's yeah. what I'm saying. My kids and did so, it. I did. Did you? I I only did because I was in the bubble, yeah, and I wanted to, you know. You, but you hadn't been there either, and I hadn't been. So yes, it was new. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm trying to flesh out every sure. piece of this to to kind of determine because I know with my kids, they get up in the morning, they don't mm -hmm. care where they're at. Oh, they sure. just know that I'm taking them to somewhere. When okay. by the time I get them home, they're asleep, mm -hmm. or the you know they're getting baths, they're going to sleep, and they're done for the day. Sure. I'm going to go another extreme. So let's say we did stay on property. Disney has the kids 
scavenger hunts or different. In fact, when we checked into Pop Century, the lady hands me three wristbands and this map. And I'm like, what's this for? And she goes, oh, it's for the kids. It's a scavenger hunt. I have never heard about it. And this. I'm like, what? And we didn't do it because, of course, we only checked in one night and went to Epcot. But it's like, holy cow. I've never heard about it. It was just this random, you've got kids. Here you go. And then, and I don't know if anybody else knows this, but Kidani's um you know oh, got one Kidani of the, and jumbo house both have they one have of the her. best yeah things like for kid activities and just stuff that's available yeah, the nighttime viewing of the animals through the goggles they have a outdoor fire pit that you know yeah i've stuff i heard about kids. all this stuff i yeah. didn't have the kids with me then right i was honestly paid attention to well, it the I'm next so, time i was gone so long all sure. the time i never had a chance to even mm-hmm. film the swimming pool oh. at jumbo house okay if that tells you yeah, so anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that, it's just one of those things. It's another amenity you you got to add into that that cost. So anyway. So we've we've gone pretty long this show, yeah. but uh you know, it's kind of one of those things that um I just I guess will... I wanted to for you and us to to try to think of every side of this. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that there are things that we haven't thought of that we've missed, but I wanted to try to present as many sides of this as mm-hmm. we could. So people can think of all that and mm-hmm. use that to make their decision. Sure. And it will evolve, I think, as my kids grow older. Maybe we get more closer to on property. Who knows? But anyway, I, you know, we'll continue talking about it. And I think if you guys have any questions about it or have anything that you want to just give us some feedback about, just, uh, you know, shoot us an email, send us a tweet. I don't know. Comment on a video. You can do reviews on iTunes. We usually don't get responses where we're talking to people that way. But uh, anyway, do something in that regard if you have any questions about that kind of stuff. You want us to talk about it more. And we do have all kinds of uh, resort room tours on YouTube on there. Mm -hmm. And I'm adding more all the time. So I think I still have Old Key West, one bedroom to add. And I want to say all-star music that I'll be adding. So, But that gives us quite a few. Yeah. And it's a pretty broad spectrum. Uh, the only places that we don't really have are a lot of the moderates, mm. um, because I, was... I can't, I can't justify it. Yeah, uh, with an annual pass, uh, the moderate price, the discounts and stuff aren't enough. Aren't as as much. They're not yeah. enough for me to not stay in deluxe, mm. and they're uh, not enough for me to skip the discount on the value. Mm-hmm. Either way, they just kind of don't fit in anywhere for me, and so. I was thinking about actually going to a moderate this next time, but at the same time, I'm thinking, well, it's not really going to be that much different than my Pop Century room. No. Aside I stayed from... at Coronado. That's the only moderate that I've stayed at. And okay. Meh. Okay. Meh. Yeah, it was is okay. It the, I mean, it's like, the same as a value, pretty much a little bigger, right? It was much bigger. Much a lot bigger. more okay. walking um, to get, well, your bus stops and stuff, they they circle all the way around the resort. Sure. Uh, and you can get picked up at mm. different bus stops. Other than that... Uh, I honestly can tell you that I don't even remember the room. Hmm. That's okay, so you mentioned. don't even know. All right. So. Yeah. And so, All right. Well, I don't want to hammer yeah. this on. We can talk off yeah. mic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Um, All right. Well, hey, it has been nice. Adam good. has been in studio. So Yeah. And he's down here where the air conditioning continually blows. And, <laughs> and so it's about 45 degrees right now in the room where we're at. So I feel like Olaf. So. Stuff. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you next week, and we'll include Roy and Cameron here in the coming weeks. So uh, stay tuned. All right. See y'all. Bye.